Pro Wrestling Talk from the Four Corners of Parts Unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. We are the new triple threat. Joe's here, Kevin's here, I'm here. Brian is not here, and I find it funny that he's not here when he was supposed to uh, do the promo tonight for Promo Mania, but we will get to Brian and his promo on video cassette recorders next week. And normally we get right to what are you wearing, but we're going to pause on that because if you go to our YouTube channel, just go to YouTube, search that wrestling podcast. The first episode of bruise next went up yesterday. Now this is going to be a YouTube exclusive for us. Uh, we may run the audio down the road in the podcast feed, but, um, we all love pro wrestling. We all love beer. It's the world's greatest tag team. And we thought, let's make a show out of it. Kevin, you saw my conversation with Reagan Long from uh, Local Brewing Co. in San Francisco, California. What would you think of it? Uh, when you send it and you were like, hey, check it out. I was like, I'm going to do it right now. And it's a very, very quick 20-minute watch. Some of the biggest highlights that I took from it. She, for the inspiration of the can and the color scheme and the, and the logo, she was wearing this shirt that inspired her to do it. She was talking about how like she grew up loving, you know, professional wrestling, throwing out their macho man, Mr. Perfect. Uh, you guys talked about like the, the perfect plex, uh, exactly as Jay showing the, the can right there. It is pretty amazing looking can, uh, just, <laughs> just about her, you know, evolution into as a hobby of home brewer to, you know, starting up her, uh, uh, like small business, I would say, cause she, what runs batches at 20 kegs a time. Uh, and she can sends it out locally in California, but then also, you know, with craft beer Kings, uh, all around the U S but it's, it's exciting. And you can tell she's excited that COVID's getting a little bit better baby steps. Cause she wants, you know, the people to come back in, you know, she's just seemed like such a, a, a bright, um, enthusiastic people person, but yeah, it was, it was good. It was really good. It was, I would say almost perfect. Ooh. Cause I didn't make that joke three or four times. During the episode. <laughs> no, just you guys going back and forth. It looked, it seemed like you guys knew each other for, for such a long time. The story of how I found out about the beer and how I reached out. Uh, all of that is on our YouTube channel at that wrestling podcast on YouTube. It is Bruise Next. And here's the thing. This is going to be ongoing. It's not going to be every week. Uh, but when we find a pro wrestling beer connection, we're going to talk about it. Now, it might be one or two of us. It might be three of us. It might be four of us. It might be, you know, if we can get the brewer on the line. Or if it's a connected to a wrestler, you know, there's one that I really want to talk about right now. Um, I'll just say it. I'll put it out into the world, and hopefully I'll speak it into existence. Alasto Brewing in Covina, California, has put out a beer called Los Guerreros. Chavo Guerrero is the spokesman, and I would love to talk to Chavo about this great beer. Um, but reach out to us on social media at that WrestlePod. DMs are open, or email thatwrestlepod at gmail.com and let us know what beer you want to see next on Brews Next. Now, hit the music. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? You know the drill by now. It's a pro wrestling podcast. Pro wrestling shirts are required. I brought, uh, broke out the uh, Earthquake retro shirt. Of course, 
It's a reissue. I wish it was vintage, but uh, John Tenta, Earthquake, it's a great shirt. Picked it up at wweshop.com. Kevin, what do you have this week? Uh, I'm going to mention Backlash because, you know, we're going to talk about it in a little bit. The triple threat match of Braun versus Bobby versus Drew. I thought it was off the charts. I wanted to represent it, and I only have one of the three guys to wear. <laughs> uh, it, I will say this. I've gotten very bored with Braun for an extended period of time. He looked exciting in that match. It looked fresh. It looked He looked awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm not totally buying back into Braun, but I wanted to rep Braun tonight in, uh, 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 for the show. And Joe, what do you got? few weeks ago, I wore the uh, Garbage Pail Kid Retro uh, Mega Powers Explode shirt. Well, I couldn't just buy one, so I got the HBK Bret Hart uh, Garbage Pail Kids uh, uh, Retro yeah. shirt as well with HBK with his Kentucky Waterfall mullet in its, all its glory. <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud of the influence I have on you guys. I just can't buy one. Gotta buy two. I love it. I love it. I love it. If you are my, wearing my a- wife, my wife is not proud of that. <laughs> she may not be happy about it, but uh, I am. So, but if you buy I'm- seven, you get free shipping, guys. <laughs> well, spend one hundred and fifty. It's for free <laughs> shipping. Yes. Um, if you are wearing a pro wrestling shirt when you're listening to this, and I'm sure if you are listening to this, ninety nine point six percent chance you are wearing a pro wrestling shirt. Go to social media and use the hashtag TWP shirt. Now, Kevin, the question I have for you. Are you now MDK all fucking day? I, I, I will say this. I'll, I'm probably never going to buy a shirt. Uh, I'd be scared to put that online. Uh, but I'm telling you, man, I didn't really know much about Nick Gage before that uh, dark side of the ring. And damn, he is one scary ass dude. I, I will say that I do love it. His fan base of is chanting MDK. It is pretty cool. And if, if anyone doesn't know what that means, it means murder, death, kill. So it's very positive, <laughs> a real, a real positive outlook on the, on, on the industry of professional wrestling. So of course we are talking about dark side of the ring, Nick Gage last week. I made the boys promise me they would watch it because they had no prior knowledge of Nick Gage. Uh, Joe, quick thoughts on the show documentary. Oh, Okay, I'm gonna have a disclaimer ahead of time saying like uh, death matches are not for me. Okay, so the doc wasn't really made for me, but it was interesting in the way that the most interesting part of that entire documentary for myself was when David Arquette said, "If you don't have trust in the ring, you don't have tr- uh, you can't have a match." And I was like, I had to agree because I wouldn't trust him in the ring, and. I was very surprised at the fact that my nerd flag went up when he went um, MDK murder, death, kill. And I'm like, uh, that's from demolition, man. The Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes movie. And that's what it called when it was a, uh, when there was a murder in progress, it would be called beep murder, death, kill. And I'm like, I don't think that's what he really meant, but I'm going with the nerd flag on that one. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I had no idea about that, but last week, Kevin, you said death matches scare me. And After watching the first 10 minutes, I was like, Kevin is going to lose his fucking mind. (laughs) (laughs) The first 10 minutes, like before they went to the intro screen, like now, like I said, I've seen GCW and I've seen Nick Gage matches before, but uh, it was, I knew a little bit. I didn't even know about the arrest. 
and the and the bank robbery and stuff. But I think a you know if there was a a one B you know star to this, I think Moxley was a big part of that documentary. And I, I was it. I was gonna say that too. It was uh, Moxley with his you wear a mask to the ring all the time, <laughs> but you don't wear it when you rob a bank. What? <laughs> It was it was pretty cool because like we all knew Mox did those type of matches, you know, like when he was younger. But seeing him like so young, and they showed uh, several matches. Uh, I swear I saw Eddie Kingston, a very very slim Eddie Kingston in the ring. Like where was it, Delaware or something mm-hmm. for that like multi uh, multi match tournament shoot where Nick Gage almost died from, from like a fluorescent. Oh, he he did I, I loved. He did die. He didn't wrestle. almost die. Or no, he did die for seven minutes. He yeah, did die. Life. But like well, the fact where he went back, he's like, wrap me up. I need to go, but I can't let Thumbtack Jack, who now I'm Googling a lot of shit on. <laughs> down this Roll that camera. I want them fuckers to see. I want to go back out. Roll that camera. But the dude has lived so like so many lives. And, and, and I know the, the death match stuff. And I know, Jay, you've been pushing us to watch that David Arquette. You can't kill David Arquette movie. Now I didn't know that was that match was that versus him. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, I really do need to go and watch that. But like you mentioned, you know, he robbed a bank, uh, such a big into drugs, his brother, you know, uh, jumping off a bridge, running away from the cops. The dude has lived a life. He looks like, uh, 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 60. Like he just looks very yeah, and he's younger than us. And he's only 40. He said, I'm 40. I'm like old. Like, he's like, I don't care if I die. If I die in the ring. Great. Like he loves it so much. You can tell like that's his, you know, calling. So. Yeah. And uh, over the weekend, GCW had their draft day event in Las Vegas and Moxley showed up and Moxley threw a chair and it hit my buddy Pete right in the groin. Uh, and it's on video too, which is kind of funny, but not funny for Pete's groin. But anyway, um, Moxley's been showing up over the last few months at these GCW events. And I'm hoping this means Nick fucking Gage is going to show up at double or nothing next weekend. I really hope that happens because nah. obviously Gage can't be on TV the, every week or, or the way he is, but pay-per-view, I think it could happen. And I really hope uh, that it does now. Um, I feel bad for you guys if we're ever all in the same room because I'm going to make you fuckers watch some of these matches on YouTube. Some of the Nick Gage stuff is insane. It's outstanding. His just the what you know, my favorite thing about Nick Gage when he comes out, it's like a mosh pit. His fans just crowd him and, you know, it's such a great scene and it's a lot of love. I mean, MDK, of course, has some pretty awful meanings behind it in some sense, but it's all love. It is all love for Nick fucking Gage. So uh, go check out Dark Side of the Ring, Nick Gage, as soon as you can, if you haven't already. Now, another documentary that came out over the weekend was the uh, Shawn Michaels A&E. Uh, Joe, you watched this. What'd you think? Yes, I did. Uh, well, it wasn't a hit job like the Macho Man was, only because Shawn Michaels is involved. But it was. it reminded me of a rock star E! True Hollywood story where it's 80%, I was doing blow every day, and uh, everyone hated me. And uh, then that was about 80% of the whole doc, and then it turned into 
when he got fired in 2001 and then came back. But that was like the last 20 minutes. And I was kind of bummed, like his second half was kind of glossed over and they focused so much on 90s HBK and his drug problems. And the highlight of the entire documentary was at the very beginning, Undertaker said, I thought he was a peckerhead. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I went, wow. Not only have I not heard that word in like 30 years, I'm bringing it back. So if I start calling people peckerhead all of a sudden, uh, it's it's an honor of the Undertaker. All right, Uh, let's let's get the first one out there, Joe. There's a person that for some reason isn't here tonight. Peckerhead didn't want to yes. do promo media. <laughs> I know, I know we should be kind and we should rewind our comments of what he's saying, why he's not here, but that peckerhead needs to show up to uh, work. <laughs> the heads up. That peckerhead just didn't want to show up because he was scared because this guy did such a great job last week. Just you and guys. cupcake, the, the Butter, pony buttercup. Oh, buttercup. buttercup. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, so, so that that was the highlight for me was Undertaker on Shawn Michaels a Packers. <laughs> so uh, this weekend it is the Ultimate Warrior, and I'm curious because he is no longer with us. Yeah, will it be Self Destruction Part Two, or will it focus on the good? So only time will tell. Now, I think it will focus more on the good because of the Warrior Award. Okay, they I don't want to tarnish that. I agree too. And in, in part of the clip, the, the preview shows Vince saying, Oh yeah, we, we had, we had a great relationship. So I think they're going to, they'll throw a lot of positives and if they throw some negative stuff in there, I think it's going to be like a quick 180 to a positive soon after. So it leaves with like a, 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 a good taste in the mouth. Yeah. Well, Dana warrior, you know, his wife is in the WWE corporation. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's more uh, positive than negative. Well, something that was uh, more negative than positive uh, from the weekend was WrestleMania backlash. Um, Everybody lost their minds because of the army of the dead integration, the uh, zombie lumberjacks. And um, I did not lose my shit over this. I felt that if this had to be done, Miz was the right person. Now, um, I didn't know that zombies ate ACLs um, is, of course, going to be out for the next nine months to a year. And what's so crazy is the report came out Monday that the ACL was torn or chewed or whatever zombies do. Uh, that night on Ms. and Mrs., they, it was the vasectomy episode, and they talked about how he'd been in wrestling for 17 years, never had a major injury, and then this happens on the exact same day. So... Um, Joe, you were uh, adamant you, you did not have zombie love over the text. So let's hear what your thoughts were on the zombie lumberjack match. All right. Uh, I'm going to start with the positive. You know, give yourself a little bit of uh, love ahead of time. The positives of the zombie backlash. One, I thought the Thunderdome looked cool. With the pictures taking out the fans and making it look kind of eerie. I was like, okay, that's cool. And two... I liked that the zombies were in the Thunderdome with the fans during other matches. I thought that was a good integration. And if they would have just stuck with that, I would have been happy. Now for the bad. Are you kidding me? This is not entertaining to me. It may have been entertaining to a very select few, (coughs) Jason, 
but it was not entertaining to me. I thought it was stupid. It took away from Priest and Miz completely. You weren't watching the match. You were just going, why are there zombies? And why can't zombies go into the ring? So if I watched Night of the Living Dead, if they would have just put a ring up inside the field, (laughs) they would have never came. And now here's the negative, which some people will disagree with me too. Corey Graves was annoying me to no end with all of no, his, no, 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 his, with all of his zombie references. But it here's was taken the thing: away from it was taken away from Priest and Miz again. No, like no, why didn't was, why didn't it was what, helping? No, it was helping no, because no lo- these are references no lo- you probably didn't know. These I are references all. you didn't get. You didn't. You don't know what the Monroeville Mall is. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. No, Night of the Living Dead from '77. He worked in no, that Dawn mall. of the Dead from 77 was... Uh, when the, was Night of the Living Dead? Night of the Living that Dead was, a, was in 1969, yeah, like, I want to say. Dawn oh. of the Dead was the sequel to Night of the Living Dead, which was taking place at that mall. He also brought up Lucille, which I know is from Walking Dead. With Walking Dead. And I was just wondering, what, no love for Shaun of the Dead? Why don't you say that they go to the Winchester afterwards and get a pint? Does anyone know that reference? No, he was trying to be too cute and too clever, and it was. No, I think it was the zombies took away from Priest and Miz. All right, Corey did took you, away from Priest and Miz. Are you a Mauro Ranallo fan? No. <laughs> okay, well that's good because if you were, then you would totally contradict and, yourself. And I, and I wasn't <laughs> a fan of um, who? Oh man, why am I like this? The, the teacher, Striker, Matt Striker. I wasn't a fan of him. Uh, I was a fan of him at the beginning in ECW, but then when he made, got the call up to the main roster, he kept doing those references. And it's like, you're trying to put yourself over, not the story. Mm. I don't. I think it was more zombie references. Over. It was like there was a show that he did where it was all like ACDC references throughout the course of a night. I mean, it added to it because it was zombies in a WWE ring. Now, granted, WWE ECW had a zombie. Um, mm-hmm. but for the people that are that. freaking out, but the, for the people that are freaking out about zombies, why haven't they freaked out about AEW zombie Abaddon? I know she's a little lesser known. She's a zombie. Impact has a zombie, Rosemary, and the WWE has had a zombie for thirty years. His name is the Undertaker, <laughs> but oh, nobody they, nobody got pissed off about the undead. Even that time that, like, the hologram of him flew from the coffin to the ceiling. Like, nobody pissed all over that. But here's the thing. It's got to be hard to throw or turn down a $10 million, $5 million integration to help promote a movie that one of your former superstars is in. Batista did the voiceover. Kevin. I have a question, but I want to hear your thoughts on the zombie lumberjack match. I, <laughs> I guess I'm I'm kind of in, in the fence. I understand from a business aspect why they did it with the tie-in. Did I think it was cheesy and, and dumb and kind of stupid, silly? Yes, 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 yes. For me, it uh, was kind of kind of a low point in the show. Just, just for the fact where the rest of the show was pretty damn good. Like, and it's not that it, 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 it drove into the ground. Is that a zombie reference kind of? No. Uh, but uh, um, I, I the, the one positive that I'm going to say from this is it has to be the death of Damian Priest versus The Miz. I'm, I'm absolutely sick of those two guys going against each other. 
And and I liked it because then on Monday Night Raw, Priest is like, I want to go for titles. Like it, it, it was good. It, it showed him perfect. You don't have to just wrestle the same guy over and over and over and over. You guys look good together. Perfect. Let's throw you into something else. Throw you in the deep water now. Someone you don't work with. Because the Miz is is so good. He can work with anybody, right? Uh, but yeah, tearing his ACL at 40, that's that's gonna be tough. He's in great shape. He looks like a million bucks still. I hope he just comes back. And uh, I did read a report. They're hoping it's a minor tear, which he could be back sooner. So hopefully, uh, hopefully he recovers well. Joe, would this match have been better if Batista was involved in the building? Yeah. No. Kevin? Yeah, I think so. I think it would have brought if it would have brought a little bit more legitimacy to the idea. Now, if he dressed up like trying to kill the zombies, like because I think that's what his movie is, right? Army of the Dead, isn't he? Like yeah, he's like a it's, yeah. It's a mix between Ocean's Eleven and uh, Night of the Living Dead. They do a, a Vegas bank heist, a casino heist while there's zombies. Yeah. I can't wait. And I don't, I have I no interest in zombie I, I movies. Saying, yeah. I am looking forward to this. I saw the ad for this a while back and uh, I was like, this is kind of cool. And it actually ended up being a, a sponsor of the UFC event that happened uh, on Saturday night. So were there any zombies um, in any of those matches? No, but they showed the preview quite a bit. And because, you know, UFC is a, essentially like a Vegas property. Uh, it had some time, but I was overall, uh, it's entertainment and that's what it was. And, um, you know, the Miz, it sucks. I can't wait to see what form he returns in. Mm-hmm. You know, what character, what version of the Miz we get back. Um, and, you know, Miz did what he was supposed to do. He was to help get Damian Priest over. Just like he was there to help get Bad Bunny over. And now Morrison deserves better. I hope he gets what he has earned. Morrison is amazing in the ring, and he deserves better than being the sidekick with the goofy haircut. Um, Other things from WrestleMania Backlash, the Mysterios won the tag belts. Um, I wanted a turn, but I'm okay. I think that can happen a little later, and maybe at SummerSlam we get Ray versus Dom. Um, And how about Seth Rollins' suit? At the end of the night. Oh, <laughs> I love it. This guy is like the fashion icon. I don't know where he gets his suits, but they are absolutely outstanding. Any thoughts on Roman versus Cesaro? I thought it was amazing yep. uh, that Cesaro, just, like, Ro- it was one of those things where it's like Roman was like, why won't this guy stay down? And yep. I love those matches. And the fact that Cesaro picked him up twice when he had him in the uh, clutch and he's just like, that's just pure strength right there. The, what we all know of Cesaro. And I thought it told a great story that Roman went after the arm early because you know, Roman was like, he ain't swinging me. Well, apparently the, the thing is you always work the left side, but they worked the right side in that match, which is something a little different that, um, I had picked up on, I was surprised they went right instead of left. So, uh, any thoughts on any of the other matches, Kevin, maybe the women's triple threat? Uh, it, it was a good match, but the, the match of the night is, is that Cesaro. I think, uh, he just looked like a million bucks. It's what we expected from him. And when, when Cena was on top for so long, right. 
he had so many challengers. Cena would always win. And it's kind of like, oh, now you're going back to that lower mid card. With Roman, Cesaro losing, I, I still think he's going to be up to that top. Like, yeah. that's what I love about, like, the heel champion. Because Cesaro is, is a fan favorite, right? He's not going anywhere. He's going to be in that main event for, for a long time now, which is exciting. So, maybe we'll see that title reign. Probably not anytime soon because Roman well, cause he's is so looking. now. So, it's like, it's, that's unfinished yeah. business. Yeah, Seth and Cesaro mm-hmm. will go throughout the summer. Um, someone will probably, you know, someone will step up on SmackDown this week to start dealing with Roman, but, um, pay-per-view rumors, uh, story came out today that money in the bank, which is supposed to happen in June, or I mean, money in the bank is usually the pay-per-view after WrestleMania, but that's not happening this time. Uh, money in the bank is rumored to be happening in Texas. Um, I would imagine, uh, Dallas could be a front runner. Um, I, I know that Texas is open, pretty much wide open for the most part. So whether they go indoors or Dallas has a soccer team, an MLS team, so an outdoor soccer venue could work. And then SummerSlam originally was rumored for Arizona. Now it's rumored for Nevada. Um, Las Vegas got a brand new shiny football stadium that the Raiders play in. No one's been in it because they didn't have fans last season. Oh, uh, I am all in for Vegas SummerSlam if it is announced. I don't know if you guys want to roll, but uh, could be fun. Um, moving to Monday Night Raw, is Kofi Mania 2 really going to happen? I was so surprised that that went down. Kofi, of course, got the win over Bobby thanks to Drew. Uh, I don't know. I mean, unless this is the New Day breaking up, I don't know what the purpose of that was. No, no, there was a shock. Joe, where anything? Was, where was Jinder? I mean, oh, stop it! Spot for the Maharaja to come stop back. Stop it! Man. It was an open challenge. Oh, was, stop! He, good things are coming for him, which it still yeah. might, but it's great he made a return, and then we haven't seen him again. Typical yeah. raw. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Can't don't hinder Jinder, Joe. We're not doing that uh, again. Um, not much else from Raw that I can really remember. You know, Oscar beats Charlotte, but I still think Charlotte weasels her way into a match with Rhea. Um, I'm curious what Sony Deville's role in all of this is. Uh, Alexa Bliss's playground. I was so excited to see Tamina and Natalia. <laughs> dud. Oh, one of the worst worst things of the night. It was a dud. Like they. Uh... It, was, it, was, it was weird. It, it like not in weird and is like what did I just watch? It's like I my excitement was so high to see her do her thing. And then it's just like, I'm getting so bored so quick. And it'll be interesting. I, I think they should I'm, drop it with no fiend. Just drop the gimmick. I'm curious who she's looking at. So I, I mean, that's another, we'll find out. Bray, Bray Wyatt actually tweeted uh, last night. Miss me yet. Story came out that a reason he is out is because he's got some mental health issues um you know with Brody Lee's passing it you know took its toll and um you know hopefully that's you know we'll see Bray back sooner or later but of course he's got to get healthy and that is uh what is important um May 30th that's next Sunday night uh the godfather slash Papa Shango slash comma the supreme fighting machine Slash Charles Wright is going to be the guest on the Broken Skull Sessions on Peacock on the WWE Network with Stone Cold. As a guy that was never a main eventer, 
but a huge player, like a character player. I'm kind of pumped to see this and hear his story and see what Stone Cold gets out of him. Because, you know, there's a few people that I think are really great interviews. I think Howard Stern is the best. Stone Cold's pretty close. You it's know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the, I mean, the Broken Skull sessions. I think I've seen them all except maybe like one or two I missed. But um, are you guys excited for Papa Shango on uh, Broken Skull sessions, Kevin? I think it's going to be, it'll be interesting. Uh, Stone Cold, you mentioned he's a great interviewer. Even if someone's kind of boring, I think he can make it a really good interview. And that's, that's a talent and kudos to Stone Cold. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing some of his like backstage stories, just like, Hey, you were three, four different characters. How did you bring in the hose? Were they really prostitutes like this? You know, that's going to get brought up and like the quick answers is always kind of fun. Like the snippets they do outside sometimes in the show, sometimes not. So like, uh, it will also be interesting to see what kind of booze he drinks. Cause sometimes they drink the beer. Sometimes like Jericho's drinking, I think gray goose, uh, yeah. or, or something like almost a whole bottle of, of vodka. Uh, so that's kind of one of the things I like to see too, is like, what are you going to be drinking? Uh, you forgot about, uh, Member of the right to censor, the good father. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Good business. Uh, so that should be brought up. Uh, Stone Cold does a really good job with these broken skull sessions. He's improved a lot. Uh, if we remember, he had like when it was just a Stone Cold podcast show that was on the network. Uh, let's just go with the page one was awkward. If anyone remembers that. I think that was yeah. more her than him because he didn't I think really she was to do with it. I think she was trying to sleep with him. I think she was. I think she was like basically being fangirl and mm -hmm. it, he wasn't he wasn't buying into it. And uh, Moxley Ambrose at the time was being he just didn't care. He just yeah, didn't he care. was being defensive about it. And Austin was just like, I'm just trying to give you advice. And he didn't he didn't want to hear it. So those are two that were guests too. But this one I'm looking forward to because he's been so many gimmicks and he's had such longevity as a mid carter throughout like the whole time. Yeah. And yep. he's made everything work. Even the good father, as much as it was terrible, <laughs> it was still, it was still entertaining. So yeah. I want to hear about, I want to hear Yoko's stories. I want to hear about the Bone Street crew. I want to hear all about it. Can't wait. NXT had some releases this week. Do you have that list? I do. And actually when I was writing them down from earlier, because the big, the big ones, there's three, there's actually more that were oh. actually released to yesterday that you guys may or may not know. So I'm going to mention the big one today. Velveteen Dream officially released. Uh, hasn't been on TV for a little while. Uh, I was always wondering if he was going to show up, you know, in a takeover, if he was ever going to come back. You know, he had some legal issues, uh, may or may not done some, some uh, alleged, alleged creepy yeah. things. Yes. Uh, but can't argue with his talent inside the ring. His, his, uh, pants with the airbrushing were, were <laughs> absolute best, you know, shades of Rick rude saw him in multiple times in NXT when it would float around when I used to live in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, also on the list, Alexander Wolf, you know, former sanity member and Imperium, uh, fought, uh, Killian Dane this week and then got the shit beat out of him. So, uh, seeing him was a little bit of a surprise, just because I thought I thought he was pretty good. I thought he uh, uh, fit the kind of the lackey type role for Imperium because uh, it's Walter's show, right? 
Uh, but those ones were two of the bigger ones. Uh, Ezra Judge, ex-football player, uh, didn't really know much about him. Uh, Kavita Devi, first signee uh, of the uh, first female Indian signee. Uh, she got released. Uh, Jake Clemens, a referee, and then Ronda Rousey's best buddy, Jasmine Duke, officially. Jessamine. Yeah, Jessamine Duke got released. I'm not surprised um, because they didn't. Like, she didn't do anything. Like she got signed because she's Ronda's friend. Marina Shafir is also Ronda's friend on the roster, but she's also married to Roderick Strong. So, you know, there might be a reason why. Now, this diamond mine situation that keeps popping up, maybe Marina will be a part of that. Um, With the releases with Velveteen Dream, obviously it's all alleged stuff going on. You know, no one really knows the truth. I feel like it's like when Riddle had his issues. Uh, They investigated. They wanted to ride it out. Um, You know, of course, Riddle got caught up and he's got a pretty good push velveteen dream got released and i'm sure he will get signed he is a really good talent um i'm sure he's going to be like the purple drank will be his character you know <laughs> the purple drink uh his name is uh patrick yeah uh i'm blanking on the last name right now but um i think velveteen patrick dream will clark. Have some patrick clark yes 2015 tough enough yeah and, and was great about that like nobody thought he was going to win and he ended up having the most talent out of everybody even more than mandy rose which is hard for me to say um so nxt television joe what'd you think the production crew knocked it out of the park again with the uh cross and Balor uh segment uh what's it prime called target. Again? I keep for prime target, prime target. Um, I was so blown away by it for the simple fact that when the cross Balor match, the first one ended, it kind of ended abruptly for me because it was just like basically cross just beating the crap out of him and then got the pin. But when cross, I love the fact that they're rewatching the match and he goes empathy, no respect, none. I'm just (laughs) beating him up. And that just brings again, the entertainment realism fact to it. And I got, I loved, loved the prime target one. A big fan of those two. Can't wait for that match. And I can't believe we're getting it on Tuesday night. They're not going to do it as a Peacock special. That's good though. They're going to put it on TV. Yeah. Even better, even better. Um, You know, Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase, you know, I was really entertained entertained by that. Uh, Kevin, did you uh, enjoy that segment? I, I, I'm going to talk about one other thing because I feel like you are probably the one to take it to the moon with, with your, (laughs) but like, I, I, I will say this. I absolutely loved it. One of the best things going on in professional wrestling, just those two guys, Cameron Grimes before the, 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 the money gimmick, you know what I mean? The, the hat and all that. I'm like, uh, to quote Conor McGregor, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, Right. But like, Oh man, the dude is absolute money, right? They tell yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And you know, DiBiase's not gonna wrestle, you know, he's not gonna he's not gonna be in a match, he's not gonna be a manager. It's just this, you know, just throw these little appearances in every week for a few months. And I'm it's only a matter of time before they reach out to Virgil. It has to happen. It has to happen. 
uh, go to your local Olive Garden exactly. and uh, reach out to <laughs> Virgil. <laughs> I wanted to touch base on on Bronson Reed winning that title. Well, I was going to get to that next because that was the big Johnny Gargano. I thought it was I thought it was a great match. It it every time Johnny loses a title, I hope that he gets the push to the main event or not main event main roster. Uh, but then I'm like, okay, he'll probably just fight against for another title where that's the thing with the NXT guys. They can recycle through the titles and I don't get bored with them. Like Gargano and, and, uh, Champa have been there, you know, winning titles, not winning titles, getting hurt, coming back like forever, it seems. And I don't get bored. So it's like, I, I want him to go like flourish, but I don't, I want him to live in NXT land like forever. Uh, AEW Dynamite was uh, a really good show. Yeah. Um, the crazy thing is that they announced all the double or nothing matches as if it was the go home show. And we still have another week of TV before the pay per view. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, next week, we will definitely do a double or nothing preview uh, because it is a stacked card, a very stacked card. Now, my, my highlights. Uh, the Max Caster freestyle uh, about Mox and Eddie. Now, I have watched this thing so many times because it is so funny. So I thought I would reenact the freestyle. Um, and if anyone could, out of all of us, it would be you. Yeah. So thank or you, Brian. Peckerhead. Um, <laughs> all right. Here we go. Can I get a beat? Yo, 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 yo. The acclaimed is the paradigm shift. These two guys exchange Valentine's gifts. Eddie, why are you dressed like it's 04? You look like a box of Newports. Look, I really laughed my ass off yeah, when you said that one. Mox, you look like you're out of your element. I'm gonna knock you out with this mic like Omega did. Call your girl, she's all in my mentions. Trying to hit me up for some oral sessions. We have to remember uh, he went like the head push. Yeah, he, he did. But yeah, but if you don't know, Renee Young is Moxley's wife and she has a podcast called Oral Sessions. Um, that was great. But Renee's tweet back was even better. Now, this is from uh, Renee Paquette on Twitter. Let's get you a blue check and some W's. And we'll look at booking you in the fall. Thanks for the plug, Platinum Max. And then it had the meme of Conor McGregor. Yeah. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> Which is pretty great. And another highlight for me, um, Moxley getting the X version of Wild Thing. Yeah. Minor, but such a huge difference than the Trogs version that, that aired last week. And, of course, Eddie and uh, – Eddie Kingston, John Moxley getting the title match at Double or Nothing, uh, beat the shit out of the Young Bucks and stole their $10,000 Dior Jordan, which is a great <laughs> callback from a couple weeks ago when they ran the truck into the trailer. And Kingston's like, where's the shoes? Where's the shoes? Yeah, and they, my, took it, they took the socks, too. Okay, so apparently that is a Patrice. Um, Patrice, Patrice uh, O'Neal. Yeah, and apparently he had a bit about that where he stole the shoes, take the socks, too. Um, and then my final highlight was... Uh, Miro, saying what I've been saying all along, that Archer does not need Jake Roberts. And the line 
there will not be enough yoga in the world to fix what I do to you. Oh, this is the Miro we've all deserved. The gamer best man bullshit. Let's just act like that never happened. We will never bring that up again. Miro, the TNT champ, uh, Lance Archer at double or nothing. And uh, Kevin, I know you watched AEW. Thoughts? Yes. Uh, you hit on so many good points. I think when they ran, ran down the card for next week, they they did nice slyly throw in there. We're going to celebrate Sheeta's uh, one-year uh, title. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a nice touch because everyone has to believe Britt, Britt, Britt Baker's been just so good on the mic, and she's going to win. So they're going to celebrate the one-year, and then she'll lose it You know, less than a week later. Or if she wins, cool. But I, I think it... It's just those little tiny things. Uh, a little of the low points for me, I thought the Inner Circles promo was kind of weak inside the ring. Uh, Pinnacle at the restaurant was was pretty pretty good, I thought, to be honest. It kind of just showed, you know, they're living the lifestyle. Sean Spears, like beating up the waiter, I thought was kind of kind of odd because he's kind of taking like the enforcer type role. It seemed like- He's like the, the but, wild card of it. Yeah. Like he just, the loose cannon. But it's like, uh, I did like it how Tully threw, threw the money. Didn't say anything. He was just, he threw the wad and said, this should take care of it. And it was, it was a good, uh, a, a decent thing. But, but my low thing of the night, they're trying to push Jade, you know, who's going to be her manager. Like it's, it's forcing it. And like, she's not terrible in the ring. She's not great. She's not terrible. And she, she has a great look. She's not good on the mic. She's decent on the mic. But it's like she needs to learn a lot before they try to push these mega startups. <sighs> she needs to be, she needs to get the China push. Yeah. She doesn't talk. She kicks ass. She doesn't talk. Um, it's absurd. Mark's, uh, smart Mark Sterling, uh, the lawyer, is uh, one of the uh, major wrestling figure podcast guys, uh, Ryder and Cardona. And very sidebar, and I cannot believe I forgot to bring this up. For some reason, Nick Gage was tweeting about Zack Ryder last night. Zack Ryder one said something about having wanted to do some stuff that normally he wouldn't do, and he even brought up doing a death match against Nick Cage, which would be a huge mistake. But I do want to see Nick Gage carve up Matt Cardona. Um, but back to Smart Mark Sterling, yeah. So he's been coming out, and you know, Jade needs a a, a manager. This is very similar to like the Macho Man from back in the day when all the managers were trying to get him. They brought out Miss Elizabeth. I still want to know where Shaq is. He vanished from the ambulance, and no one has said a word on TV, on the internet. You know, instead of bitching about the zombies, why don't we bitch about where the fuck Shaq went? He's Make like 18 he's feet at, tall. He's working at, pa he's working yeah. at Papa John's. He's <laughs> like Undercover boss for Papa John's. Uh, it, it was me the whole time. Yeah, yeah we knew. Yeah, we knew. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I forgot about Jade, which isn't hard to do. So um, the AEW had some big news that came out. Uh, in January of 2022, they are moving to TBS. Uh, they have a new show come to TNT in August called Rampage. Uh, Dynamite will be on TBS in January of 2022. And the press release also announced that they're going to do four like super cards on TNT. Very Clash of the Champions, like um, Kevin or uh, Joe. We'll we'll start with you since we went to Kevin about TV. What do you think about the uh, moves and the the new show and uh, all that? 
Well, the moves are happening because like all the new deals that are going on, NHL, it's just it's just smart business and you have another network you can go on. I know there are going to be some people sad. They're not going to get four hours of the same Big Bang Theory reruns on Wednesday nights. But at least it's not like it's not like they're moving AEW going from TNT to True like TV Access or True TV or you know whatever like third rate channel that they have. TBS has a wrestling background. We all know it. So at least it's going somewhere that there's some still respect for wrestling. So I'm okay with it because it doesn't matter. Everyone has cable anyway, and they just go to whichever station it's on. So there's an NHL game. That means there won't be preemptive. So good, good business deal. Keep it going. Or, or NBA on TNT as well. Which so. is happening next week. Yeah. Kevin thoughts on uh, the deal. I, th- I think the the it's the move from Wednesday to Tuesday, right? And move to TBS, and then Friday night's 10 p.m. Wait a minute. The show's moving to Tuesday? I thought it was moving to Tuesday. No, uh, so no. I think they're still so Wednesday. St- okay. For some reason. They're why, moving networks. Why did I think it was moving to Tuesday. I, I'm I'm apparently uh, uh, on those. You can't, you can't take away those family guy reruns. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm on that hard hard drugs like Nick Gage. I'm gonna go throw some fluorescent tubes in my ears. Or ones from your uh, ones from behind you. Yeah. I think if I was Sam Linsky, who's the associate GM, VP of programming and ops for TBS, TNT, and True TV, I would have kept Dynamite on TNT. Um, there's got to be a night where it would work. Um, I feel like you know Wednesday is the sweet spot, but. I, I think, you know, with hockey and basketball, it, it has to be done. But I wish there was a way they could keep Dynamite on TNT. And then the new show, I wish it was Saturday at 6.05 for the obvious reason. For the obvious reason. But it's Friday night at 10, yeah. uh, which is when SmackDown ends. So they're not going head-to-head. But I, the only thing I have not found, is this a live show? Is this a, a taped show? I've heard nothing because if this is just another form of dark or um, elevation that's going to be on TBS, I'd pa- I, I don't, I don't want to deal. Like I want a live show, but it's not going to be shotgun Saturday night. Obviously. I don't know where they're going to, they're probably going to film it when they do dynamite, but I have not heard um, if it's a live show or taped yet. And I'm not a huge fan of the name rampage. I'm not. Uh, I'm glad though. They didn't just recycle some old WCW bullshit like they've done on some other things. Um, But because of my lack of interest in the name Rampage, that leads us to this week's Five Count. That wrestling podcast presents the Five Count. This week's Five Count is the top five names we would choose for the new AEW show that's coming Friday night uh, on TNT in August and then moving to TBS in January. Uh, I thought I would go first. I don't think I've gone first in a while. Uh, This is not a draft. If we have duplicate names, it's okay. Um, Just real quick, number five, Friday Night Riot. Um, You know, it's. I guess it's kind of on the same thing as like, rampage but i just thought adding friday night i think helps but of course that hurts if they decide they want to switch days uh number four (laughs) 
AEW Showcase. Um, if this is going to be a pre-recorded show, I think that it could be very similar to ECW when it was not as infomercially, but in that same vein where they're just showcasing things, promos, merch, you know, just a little bit of that. Uh, number three, AEW Blast. Um, you know, it's just dynamite blast. It kind of goes together. Um, number two, AEW Assault. Um, another war dynamite reference. And then uh, my number one, uh, again, I love the name, but it could cause some problems if it moves days. AEW Friday Night. Uh, it could be Friday Night Fights, but I think ESPN owns that name for boxing. Um, and I even thought maybe, you know, take Elevation, put it as the Friday Night Show, and then do Showcase for the Monday show and just put people that aren't getting as much screen time or the new people, uh, the stuff they're doing on dark and, and elevation as it is. Um, I don't know the, so Friday night, Riot showcase blast assault and AEW Friday night are my five counts for the show. The names that I would change rampage to, uh, Kevin will, uh, let you go second. Yes. Uh, so some are very similar to you. Uh, number five, I went AEW fuel. Uh, and, and I, I have a little bit of a reasoning for each one. I was just like, you know what, uh, with dynamite, you know, with an explosion fuel, it's kind of like what, what's making the show go. And like, these guys are like, some of them are very household names. Some, I, I don't know who the heck they are one week. And then, you know, I like them so much the next. So AEW fuel, uh, kind of similar to what you mentioned, AEW assault. I put AEW throwdown, uh, oh, a lot okay. of matches in, in, AEW recently, uh, they've been a little bit more, you know, almost fighting uh, in in certain situations. So, depending on what they want that uh, uh, show on Friday to do, I thought, you know, what if you have a tougher name, it's not just going to be uh, like AEW uh, Butterfly Night, right? Number three, you guys are going to make fun of me here. AEW, Never. A, a, I don't know if WWE owns the trademark. AEW Ascension, and it's kind of like, you know, you're growing as a company, you're getting up to mm. a higher level. Uh, so I thought AEW Ascension, it kind of just flowed to, uh, in their eyes, they had to have had, you know, the second show being kind of like a small victory to, to, to the company. So my, my number two, I put AEW Victory just very clean. It's kind of like a, a little poke, you know, at, at some competition saying, guys, we're not leaving. We're, we're, we, we are establishing ourselves as, you know, a company to be reckoned with and, and keep moving up. And you mentioned some plays on words with WCW. My number, oh, one, oh, no. my number one, it's, it's, it's not, it's not, but it's similar when there's a thunder, there's a lightning. I put AEW lightning. And the tagline, it's gonna oh. be, it does strike twice because <laughs> it's, it's the second show. And I don't know. I just thought of the cheesiness factor. I was like, man, what could be, because they do, you know, do a lot of those old callbacks. I was like, AEW lightning. I don't know. I just thought. I, I actually thought of lightning earlier. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> thunder, lightning. I'm like, that just defeats the whole point of what I just said a few minutes ago, how I'm glad they didn't pick something that is just a, a callback. But Joe. Uh, hit us with your five count. 
All right. So mine uh, was more along the lines of trying to stick it to someone else in a way, I guess. So number five, AEW grilled. Okay. Mondays is raw. Oh, Fridays oh nice. Okay. All right. Okay. So that was like, you know, you we're, we're not sending it raw. We're serving it grilled. So, and it kind of like makes it seem like it's more healthy. And I can, I can even it's see a healthy the, choice. The logo. AEW grilled. <laughs> the healthy choice for pro wrestling. Number four, kind of similar to one of yours, uh, Jason, uh, AEW chaos. Okay. With a CH or a K? Uh, C. Okay. C Would you rather have a K? It's not my pick. It's yours. Okay. That's why well, I'm asking. I, I, I did it with the C B uh, for no other reason except for I just decided to do it with the C. But I felt like you never know what's going to happen on one of these four shows. So there's only four of them. So it's like I was going to say controlled chaos, but I decided to just like that just sounds stupid. So I'm just going to call it AEW chaos. All right. Like it. Number three, where it all started, AEW stays in. Wait, Instead say that again? Did you say stays thin? Stays in. Stays, like staying in on a Friday night instead oh, okay. of all in. So it's like stay in. Mm. It's not, it's, it's like, I wanted to play off. I didn't want to say it all in because they still do that every so often. So yeah, they have the pay-per-view every year. Right. Yeah. So I decided to go with, with their own kickoff to give uh, some props to what they started. Number two, it does strike twice. I picked lightning. Nah. <laughs> if I would have picked it, that would have had to be the unanimous. Oh, that would have been <laughs> number two. That's it does awesome. strike twice. Hell, awesome. it's on. It's come on, thunder, lightning. It had to be on there because uh, look at nitro, dynamite. It's uh-huh. the same thing. Oh so yeah, you, I didn't even think of that. Okay. You never picked up on that. Okay, it's on never TNT. Picked so up it, on it. yeah, so nitro, dynamite. So that has to be uh, okay. Number one. If they could get, if they, this would probably only last for about a week or two, Titans. That would be fun. Titan, Titan Sports Tower. And yeah, yeah, Titan, Titan Tower. Yeah. They call it AEW Tit- Titans uh, with an S. Can't really go with that, but that would cause some, uh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to stick it to no, you. They might, they might've been able to do it. I mean. Well, either way, I, that's what I thought of. I'm like, that was my first one I thought of was Titans. And then number yeah. two is lightning because it strikes twice. <laughs> I love it. I, Joe, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know this was not a popular choice for a five count, but I just felt like Rampage was an okay name, and I'm sure it'll grow. I mean, just like Dynamite did. I didn't like Dynamite at first either, but uh, all good choices. The the stays in is interesting. If you go to the network, uh, WCW did a like an up all night kind of thing mm-hmm. where they just showed a bunch of matches, but it was like Heenan, Mean Gene, Shivani. And a couple other people like hanging out in a hotel room, like a slumber party. Yeah, uh, it, it's a fun one. Where they like they, Heenan falls asleep and they draw on his face and stuff like that. So uh, definitely check that out. And uh, that is our five count for tonight. The top five names we would change the second AEW show to instead of Rampage. Who made your five count? Let us know on social media using the hashtag TWP five count. So, normally we would be uh, beginning promo mania at this time, but uh, the peckerhead Brian uh, is not here this week. He won last week. I, I still don't know if you win or lose. I don't know. As the, only, the-, as the only person 
who has done it that's on this show if you go all in i think you actually you you win man I, okay it was really it was really fun now but i also pull pull a past experience situation like if i got something really funky shit i would lose right i but mean you're you're you're, you're the best of it your cupcake promo was really good though so i mean it was it was pretty classic but brian uh he did win and he is to do a Promo on video cassette recorders, a.k.a. the VCR. Uh, we will get to that next week. So no promo mania tonight, no wheels, no topics, no promos. But uh, definitely big thank you to everybody who is uh, checking out the show every week. South Bergen, New Jersey. Thank you. Uh, we got a lot of listeners there. And Brussels, we got a lot, of good, uh, lot of, a lot of good numbers there, too. So thank you for that. Don't forget to uh, follow us on social media at that WrestlePod. Go to the YouTube channel. Check out Brews Next. Um, let us know if there's some wrestling themed beer you want us to talk about. Uh, we'll get that on in the future. Uh, thanks to Joe and Kevin. Uh, even thanks to Peckerhead Brian, even though he's not here. Dangerous Darren, we are wasted. Thank you for hanging out this week. We will talk to you next week on that wrestling podcast because we are out of time. Thanks for listening. Follow that wrestle pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. What? Three, that's it!